three, two, one. Ow, I hit my knee. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Jam Radio, everybody. My name's Jeremy Siegel, alongside my co-host, Mike. Ow, I hit my knee. <laughs> That'll be in the edit. Don't worry. <laughs> Put it in the edit. Uh, how are you, sucks. Mike? I'm good. <laughs> okay. I'm sure that won't won't peak at all in the editing. Um, Our schedule is still all over the place. Um, yeah, the holidays. Yeah, that's the week of Thanksgiving. I was going to start our banter out with, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Did you, did you, were you just alone last year for Thanksgiving? Was No, I think I was. Did you come I home? Think, I think I was here. Home. What is home? I live in Austin. Home is whenever <laughs> I'm with you. Oh, shut up. Um, I think I was in Massachusetts with my mom, as far as I remember, but I don't remember well. What did you do last Thanksgiving? I mean, it was our normal family stuff was not going on because of COVID. Um, I remember a lot of the music I was listening to at the time. Weirdly enough, I remember taking a lot of walks and listening to like being in a random tally hall slash Joe Holly phase. We're getting to the point in the list where I'm like, oh, I remember recommending this and like what the story was. Like, why? Because this first yeah. week, there's some story behind it. At least I remember some of the stories that why I recommended certain things. But I don't like, I don't know this, that there's that much story with the current list we're doing or anything. <laughs> but like, there, there is story in this behind this. And that was what one of the original intents of this podcast was to sort of delve into covid what's covid um yeah we gotta talk about last year but yeah i don't no, know last year thanksgiving listening to i listened to take taken for a ride a lot um by tally hall that's in a few weeks um okay. I, for some reason i always um thought of the joe holly album joe holly joe holly one of on Thanksgiving break, I guess it, it might have came out like my first Thanksgiving break at college. So I always like those memories always come up. I know you don't like those songs, but I stand by Rotary Park is at least a fucking banger. I, I don't not dislike those. Songs. I'd rather listen. Is Joe Hawley also the one who did Dream Sweet? Yeah. Yeah, I like that album. That that album's great. Yeah. Um not so much this the one with his screaming face or whatever the red <laughs> yeah it's a it's a more of an experimental album that one uh, yes certainly <laughs> it's actually interesting that certain music has this time in your head cuz i think other than other than christmas time for me no music is like music has places for me for me i i guess we can it all goes back to uh... I can bring it full circle. Um, like part of why I like Shalfie so much is like, I, I, we talked about it in the interview that is still not up? Question mark. No, I'll talk about that. Um, next. But, but, but uh, like a lot of times, like w- like I'm talking about music on here, and I'm like, oh, this is the fucking, uh, this is your birthday party, your bowling birthday party music right here. And he'll like write that. He'll like write that for you, like stuff like that. So I don't know. Yeah, music 
Like, I do understand what you say about places, but it's, like, always very specific to me. I remember being awake at, like, 5 a.m. on Thanksgiving last year for some reason, walking around listening to Take It For A Ride by Tally Hall. It's not like it was a there was any reason behind it. It's just my life is important to me. That's what I remember. You're the main character, bro. Exactly, I am the main character. I think I'm an antagonist. I don't know who the main character is yet, but I'm trying to figure that out. Why would you be but an antagonist? It just it makes more sense that I'm the antagonist <laughs> in someone else's life. Are you my antagonist, met... Eagle? No, I don't think I've met the main character yet. But I just feel like an antagonist. Anyway. Um, um <laughs> I gotta get my final Game of Thrones update. Oh yeah, go ahead. Who died? I finished the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I can't believe how badly they messed that up. I know like it's probably what everybody says about it. But holy shit. So you you can't you you can't write oh sorry, what are you gonna say? I'm just it, it so spoilers, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I no, spoilers for Game of Thrones. But I'm not gonna oh. edit I'm not gonna edit anything out. This is your warning. Get out. Uh skip ahead a few times. Um not Cersei. Blonde chick, like Daenerys, white hair. Yes, she dies at the end. Yes, but she turns. So the fucking the, the what made it bad for me is that it made her evil. She does like a heel turn in like the second to last episode. Okay, and it is not like a well written heel turn. It is there. They do not do the the necessary legwork to get her there, especially considering we watched like. We just watched seven seasons of everybody saying how perfect she was. To to do that and and just like randomly be like she snapped, she had a joker moment. <laughs> I agree. I, I didn't even see that. the series, but I Oh, did I spoil it for you? I'm sorry. No no I, I knew I knew the end. I read about it and I saw like the final scene where him and her and Kit Harrington who are Siblings, I think. Uh, like half half yeah, siblings. That's, that's another one of the twists that Jon Snow is like. She's like her his aunt or something. But they make out at the end, and then he stabs her or something. Yeah, like I probably said on here, the show is all about incest. Yeah, like I mean, the first episode is the kid finding out the brother and sister have a relationship and get pushed gets pushed out a window. So I mean yeah. it sets the scene very early. Well this this show has a thing for windows too. <laughs> yeah, the other kid that jumped the king or whatever, the prince that jumped out yeah, the window. Yeah, what a dumb and... scene too. What the fuck? Uh, he, I think he, that's he, why the, I got the way that he just he just stepped out of it. Like that that gif of that guy just walking out the fucking building. It like that iconic idea is usually done with like the comedic effect that there's like a pile of pillows at the bottom <laughs> but like in that right. case he just killed himself and this is like okay cool like <laughs> worth it your life and all that yeah i mean I like mean... i guess i guess i get it what they were trying to show like you know if you were living in this wouldn't you just want to couldn't you just snap and be like fuck it and kill yourself at any point i mean sure but I mean, anything's possible. 
Uh-huh. Why would you... What? Never mind. But yeah, no, they totally botched the ending. Um, Hodor! I mean, yeah, Hodor. that happened a while ago. I know, Hodor died, didn't he? Hodor died, and it was, like, the most... The worst thing ever. Well, because, like, the whole controversy around that is that Hodor is apparently in George R.R. R. Martin's version of the book, which hasn't been written. He hasn't written the final book yet. He's, like, integral to the final scenes of the plot, but in the show, they just kill him off. So George R.R. Yeah, well, R. R. Martin hated him, hated the showrunners after that. That's that's part of why I think the show fell apart at the end, is because they ran out of source material at, at a yeah. certain point. And I feel like that's evident. Also, apparently, the two showrunners, um, they, like, signed the deal to do, like, a Star Wars movie or something. Yeah. And then... I think... I think that got canceled, though. No. Yeah, no. Well, where I'm going with it is they, uh... Apparently... The ending was so bad, they were, like... Apparently, they, they quit it themselves, but... Part of me wants to believe that the fucking Disney saw how bad the ending was was, was like, and we're like, we take it back. <laughs> nope. We give it to Taika Waititi, who will make yeah. a great Star Wars movie. No, but what I Apparently, like, I guess they didn't have any... Their heart and soul was not in the project once they took the fucking Star Wars job. I mean, um, mine wouldn't be either. I'd, I'd yeah, make so, a fucking Star Wars movie. Yeah, <laughs> so shit. that's... But I mean, it's not... What they should have like they should have just given it to people who were still passionate about Game of Thrones. No, true. Instead I, of, I agree with you. Writing a garbage ending. I also think they actually got offered like a three movie trilogy. It wasn't just a solo project. I'm pretty sure. So that's Star why. Wars. Yeah, yeah I, I don't really that. know the the details, but but Disney fucking hands out shit like all the time. They just gave like. Chloe Zhao had a three-picture Star Wars deal. Now that got pulled after Eternals kind of bombed, but now Eternals is good. So they might give her the project back. So I thought Eternals sucked. Well, like, no, it got initially bombed by... Re- it's a whole fucking thing. Um, <laughs> it got bombed by Somebody reviewers. from Game of Thrones is in Eternals. Yeah, Kit Harrington, isn't it? No, uh, Really? I thought Rob Stark was in it. Maybe I guess maybe, maybe both of them are. I don't know. I know Kit Harrington's like a human, and he's around. He's surrounded by the gods or something that are. I guess I guess both of them there are. In it. I don't know. Okay, we talked about Game of Thrones for long enough. Yes. Uh, conclusion: right I did not think. No. I did not think the ending would be like as bad as people were saying. It was. <laughs> Go watch a good show like Breaking Bad next. Ted Lasso. Good show. I wish I could see it. Um. You'll see it one eventually. Day. One day, yeah. I've seen clips of it, and I'm like, fuck, I want to watch the show. Uh, well, because anyway. it's like, it's like it feels like it was made for you, Siegel. Scrubs. Yeah, it's Bill Lawrence. It's about sports. It's like literally a you show. Yes, it is a Good music. Show. Yeah. God, Bill Lawrence is great. Anyway, almost died in a plane crash. That would have been sad. No Ted Lasso. Really? Yeah, he almost he was in a plane crash like a few years ago with his kid or his whole family. He didn't die, obviously, but uh he was in a plane crash. It was a big thing. Maybe anyway. Lawrence video. 
Oh yeah, maybe it was like a propeller plane. It wasn't like a or not a propeller. It was one of those fucking like local airports. Oh yeah, it was like a private. Yeah, yeah, like a jet or something. Yeah. But anyway, let's jump right into it. Shout out Philly D. If we get Philly D to just like say "Welcome to Jam Radio" <laughs> on the final episode yeah. or something. Anyone want to pay for our cameo? Like a cameo Does he have from cameo? Philly D. Yeah, I think he has cameo. Someone wants to pay Philly D to say, like, welcome to JM Radio, everybody. That'd be great. Um, I won't reimburse you, but I'd be forever grateful. Uh, so let's jump into it. Also get him to say that. Uh, week 43, A New Little Dark Age is the name of this playlist. Uh, as always, find our playlist on Spotify. Uh, we put them out. Whenever I post on Instagram at JM Radio Pod, and I post the link there. But if you want to stay up to date, all the playlists are now out for the remainder of the show. They are all public on that account, so you can get ahead if you want. Just click my little like avatar name, Jeremy Siegel, and that'll have all the playlists public, old and new. But this one, week forty-three, a new little dark age. To put context here. This is the week of the presidential election in 2020. This is the um, big one. So there was a lot of, there was a few songs that were like in reference or in lieu to that event happening. I don't remember when it was, but sometime in that week. Oh, I know God. the final song is that Mike recommends in this week is after Biden wins. Um, but we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, Taco Cat. Taco Cat. Um, do you want to, or do do you have any shout outs, Mike? Sure, I have a couple. Okay, um, go ahead. I said, Fool for You sounds like a song that'd be in an animated movie soundtrack. Or maybe you're like a trailer for one or something. Um, Odds Are feels like I've heard it already. It was good. I like the Bare Naked Ladies. Um, Trains Across the Sea is really nice. I love the Silver Jews. Shout out Falco. Um, yeah. Well, you don't you don't approve of the shout out. No, I approve of the shout out. Uh that's like a like a low key top song of mine. Really? Um, okay. That and Random Rules by them. Um, I always wanted to get into Fish, but I like couldn't. I just don't. I don't get it. They're a weird band. Yeah. That's a cult band. What what's the the crazy appeal there? Um Well that song that I recommended was like a joke song that they did. That's like a weird thing about them. They do like joke songs, but then they have like serious albums, I feel like. But they don't but they've been around since like the eighties. They're still making music, so they're like that uh Guided by voices, where they're just like producing fucking albums all the time, just churning them out. Anyway, I digress. Um, I lost my tab. Um, Man in the Mood by Kid Cudi, I swear, is like one of the best albums ever. Low key. Um, I played Up Up on Away this week. Um, Savage Night at the Opera by Destroyer. I love that song. Um, 
it's like a cool song describing like the art landscape from a certain point of view. Talks about like the dynamic of old souls in a space where like the rowdy layman is the target audience for everything. Um, it's also on my movie theater playlist. So it's meaningful and it's a vibe. Movie theater playlist? Hold up, what the fuck is that? It's just like songs I feel like I'd hear in a movie theater before this, the movie starts. You know that playlist. Maybe. It sounded new to me, so I had to ask. Um, but do you want to talk about Taco Cat? Because I have... We can talk about that together, maybe. And that's kind of all on my shout-outs. I mean... Yeah, we can talk about Taco Cat together. I, that could be my first shout-out. Because it's in my shout-outs. It's not a longer note, but I just wanted to give context. Because it's like... Well, first, let me... I'll go through, and then we'll talk about Taco Cat. Because my shout-outs kind of go in order of, like, events, I feel. Odds Are by Bare Naked Ladies. I recommended this song as a joke because of the scary reality that was on... was possible that if Trump won, like, odds are we're gonna be alright. That was kind of, like, the jokey... Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so that was the jokey nature of that song. Uh, although the song doesn't really relate to that kind of odds are. Or odds are we're going to be all right. But that hook is... Oh, I, what I remember is, like, it didn't really seem like there was a chance Trump was going to win ever. Yeah, dude, 2020 was such a fucking weird year. Anything was possible. <laughs> the world was having a fucking pandemic that hadn't happened in 100 years. Trump was the fucking president. Anything was fucking possible. Like, there was no vaccine on the horizon yet. Uh, it was just like, the world was fucking ending. So it's just like, fuck it. Odds are we're going to be all right. Just seemed like the perfect anthem for the 2020 election. Um, no one thought Trump was going to win the first election. That's my counter argument. And then, whoop-de-fucking-do, yeah. Trump won. Um, f- fuck Donald Trump. Uh, but... This song, Odds Are, uh, or Odd Are? I put Odd Are, but it's Odds Are. I think it's Odd uh, Yeah. Odd Are doesn't really make sense. <laughs> odd Are. <laughs> odd Are, we're going to be all right. Um, this song is an amazing uh, music video that accompanies it with, like, catastrophe happening around them. Like, they're a newscast, and, like, zombies attack the newscast as it's going on. It's a very funny song, or a very funny music video. Uh Produced by Rooster Teeth uh, in Austin, Texas. Uh, they became friends and they produced this song together. The music That's video. Cool. Uh, and there's a lot of Rooster Teeth employees as the extras. And it's funny. What a what an interesting collab. It is a very interesting collab. But uh, the song lists the probabilities of dying in weird ways and more probable than falling in love by the end of this song. As the chorus uh, says a lot. I, I just find it weird with Bare Naked Lady songs why so many of them are catchy and there's no genre you can just like slot them into. It's just like, they're the fucking Bare Naked Ladies. They made one week. I made this song. I don't know what the fuck they are, but it's a fascinating band. Um, you shut it up, 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 and away. I won't say anything about it other than Kid Cudi, great. I didn't know about him until this year. Well, I heard this song, but I went into a deep dive of his three Man on the Moon trilogy albums. The first one, like you said, at the best. 
just a fun listen. All Along the Watchtower by Bob Dylan. Mike, you tried to recommend this song, but the Jimi Hendrix version, the much superior version, so I had to educate you on the history of this. But uh, this song sucks in comparison to the Jimi Hendrix version. So Yeah, I, listen to the I, I put this version. in my top five, but I was going to say I... Really? Um, very much. I just like the song. It's such. Um, I I can't get over Bob Dylan's fucking voice. I hate it. I hate it I so mean, much. Hendrix version is like much better. I would agree, obviously. But yeah, if if you haven't heard the Jimi Hendrix version, please go listen to the Jimi Hendrix version. Uh, Bob Dylan is one of those artists that you either love or hate, and I hate. Um, but New World by Taco Cat. A hidden gem on this playlist, and it's one of my favorite of yours, Mike. Because after Biden won, you recommended this to me, and this still hits. Like like we were talking about at the top of the show, this song will always hold this moment in time where it's like, there's a sliver, a tiny fucking sliver of hope. <laughs> um, in just that opening line, I woke up today and everything was different, didn't have to feel bad for a change. It's just a great fucking opening line everything delivered about it's just amazing i really do love this song good song Um, it holds a special place um that's pretty much all i have to say about it yeah i think it's a great the opening line's great it's just especially with the context of hope (laughs) um do you have any longer notes yeah i have touch tone telephone by lemon demon um Okay. Why do I? I don't it? remember if, huh? I'm glad you're talking about this. I like this song. Um. Why do I? Do we not have Lemon Demon songs on this yet? We've had a plethora of Lemon Demon songs from this album because I know this album artwork. I'm gonna be coughing for like a minute. Okay. One second. <laughs> well, Mike coughs. How is everyone out there in podcast land? Uh, Mike is downing water. <laughs> Never seen a human down water like that. No, uh, my God! Apparently, I chug water like insanely. You do. Maybe why you're choking. <laughs> no, I think I did swallow wrong. That's why. Oh, um, it's great because your coughs cut out as you're coughing, so people just think I'm crazy talking to myself while you're. Okay, coughing. what did you say to my question? I didn't hear all my coughs. What was the question? Oh, 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 yeah, we've had a lot of Lemon Demon songs off this album, even. Like, but I, I feel like album. I haven't talked about it. Maybe because you haven't? Oh. All right, I'm going I'm to talk about it, because it feels like I haven't. <laughs> but um, Lemon Demon is Neil Ciceriega. He was... He did Harry Potter Puppet Pal when he was younger. Oh my god, that's him? Yeah. That was my fucking shit. I didn't know that was the <laughs> same dude. Yes, Jesus. it's a very interesting career pro- projection, right? Holy fuck, I love those fucking videos. Um, I didn't know you love those that much. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I loved those as a kid. Those are great. Um, But he he's kind of an interesting person. His parents were kind of like they just showed him the internet and they were like Go learn how to do stuff. <clears throat> so he's 
Kind of like Bo Burnham in the sense where he's like patient zero of the internet, where he is very uh, molded by it. Um, it's you can see like the internet influence in this album a lot. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I just feel it in my brain. But maybe some people will understand what I say about that if they go listen to it, and they should. <clears throat> um, it's a, this song with Touchstone Telephone specifically is amazing. It's exciting, it makes you happy, and it's like super cool and different and unique. Um, it, it just it feels like somebody who was like browsing YouTube a bunch in middle school. <clears throat> uh, recommend like getting like recommended fucking middle school PC gamer music that would like evolve into stuff like this. Like it's <clears throat> it's adult and awesome. Um, in like a unique way too. Uh, makes me miss high school. <clears throat> These weeks have just made me nostalgic in general. But yeah, Hushtone Telephone, when he died, I'm really having a bad cough attack. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. <clears throat> I love this song. <laughs> yeah. That's something you vomited. Uh. I'm trying to remember the whole time I was like, I remember those videos. I'm trying to remember. Snipe, snipe, Savarus, snipe, Dumbledore, yeah. snipe, Savarus, snipe. Harry Potter. That was kind of how he got like his start or whatever. Yeah, those are amazing. Um, I, I compared the at least this song. I don't remember the other ones that were on this list already, but oh, we'll get to them, or maybe we have them we already. Have them. Uh, <laughs> So I've definitely seen the album artwork. Um, I always, or at least this song, uh, reminds me of Talking Heads. That's what it sounds like to me. Really? An awesome, yeah. <clears throat> I like that. Psycho killer and like 1980s vibes. So I'm sure it's somewhere deep within him is that influence. Anyway, my longer song, my longer note on a song is on Relapse by, the, by Divided by Five. 2013 i i just want to start with the opening lines i don't want to be somebody falling into relapse every time i see that smile again i just think of when uh is one of my favorite intros other than the taco cat song intros are like a big deal to me in music it's a, they a are. hook me too. it's a hook like in like a piece of writing thanks falco uh, uh another shout out to him but hooks are very important to me in songs, and that's he this is another us. one. He did ghost us. I don't think he listens anyway, so he won't. He got this far in. You ghosted us, Falco. What the hell? Um, the metamorph, the metamorphical, the metaphorical use of the term relapse, uh, and this idea of constantly falling back in love with someone and not being able to move on is such a great idea, and made. Very and said very well in these lyrics. Uh, uh, the band is no longer together. It was made up of Jose Villanueva and Matthew Morgan. Why does one guy have like this awesome name and then there's just this white guy, Matthew Morgan? <laughs> Sounds like a white fucking Red Dead, Re Red Dead Redemption character. I think there is a guy named Morgan in one of them. Uh, formed away back in 2005. Uh, I think what makes the song stand out, other than the great intro. Uh, is the amazing lyrics and the chaotic classical piano playing that drives the melody. 
Mike looks like he's about to throw up, and it's very concerning. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. I'm existing. Uh, a driving force of the melody, along with the thick-sounding drums that just support it perfectly, and a little bit of orchestral uh, to build up after the bridge. It's a unique sound, like the touch-tone telephone song, but the very right different one. sound. Uh, in an age that is carried by guitars, this has pianos to carry the melody, which I greatly enjoy. Um, and that's my only longer note, Mike. Um, yeah, you want, I'm done here. Do you have, do you have uh, a top five? I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's a shocker. What is it? Little Dark Age 5, all along the Watchtower 4. Right, let's swap those. It's a live change. Um, all along the Watchtower 5, Little Dark Age 4. Savage oh, Night at the Opera 3, Trains Across the Sea 2, Touchtone Telephone 1. Did we have one that matched? <laughs> I guess we did. I think Touch tel- Tone Telephone 1. If we only had one that matches, then that wins. Yeah. Five is Touch Tone Telephone by Lehman Lehman Demon. Lemon Demon. Four is Up Up and Away. Three is Relapse by Divided by Five. Two is New World by Taco Cat. And one is Odds Are by Bare Naked Ladies. Did okay. you say any other than Touchstone? No. Okay. That wins. I would have I should have put Taco Cat. I mean for me, like the only the like the first line was memorable to the point where I don't really care about the rest of the song. I think Nothing the first line carries that whole song though. That's fair. So like that that elevates it for me like just far above because it's just such a good opening line, and the rest of the song's good. I won't say like amazing, but it's good. Okay, so congrats to Lemon Demon on his glorious win and Harry Potter puppet pals. Big dubs. Uh, yeah, and, and just making Harry Potter puppet pals all these years later. I was gonna say a horse is a horse, of course. What is that's that? Not- that's Ed the Talking Horse, which was like a 1950s television show. A horse is a horse. Uh, no. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I, got, I got sidetracked. Uh, week 44. Pictures of nickels and anchors. I'm really just losing. That's uh, a losing battle with names and me. I have like so little to say about this week. It's not even funny. I have shit to say, so I'll go first. Uh, shout outs. End of the World by Drew Holcomb. And the neighbors. Um, this was my planned song for when Trump won the election, and it didn't happen. But then I recommended it anyway because 2020 sucked, and it just felt like the end of the world. Eagle was so determined, uh, was so um, confident Trump was winning. I remember at the but time. Like, no, I was confident because it's just like it. It just had to happen. It was the fucking year of the devil or whatever. If, Deity is the most evil being in the world that you believe in. It was that year, and that was if 2020. If COVID didn't happen, Trump definitely would have won. Exactly. So, like, COVID's a great thing. <laughs> the point here is... <laughs> yeah. Good one. It was totally worth it to get fucking Joe Biden. God, why did we fucking elect Joe Biden? He's no better. Uh, I mean, he's, a... he's better. 
He's slightly, ever so slightly better. Um, Literally anybody would have been better. You would have been better. I'll fucking run for president. Um, uh, We've made a podcast. There's too much dirty secrets of me out there now. Uh, But uh, this song, so smoke them if you got them, boys, uh, was just a great line. Uh, I think I searched End of the World uh, in Spotify and found this song as like a backup for when Trump won or if Trump won and the song came up. But I actually like the band now. I like this guy, Drew Holcomb. So, look, even when Trump possibly wins, I get a new band to listen to out of it. Pictures My... of Matt. Oops, sorry. Sorry. You go. There you you can... go. I was going to talk about that song so you could say it. Oh, Pictures of Matchstick Men by Status yeah. Quo. Uh, it It's just a classic 1960s song that sounds like a great opening to a film with like a slow-mo pan up to like from the character's feet to his face when he and he puts on his sunglasses. And it's just like, it's just like the perfect opening or closing to like a heist film where they're all like walking up to the fountain together and like Ocean's Eleven. It's just like one of those fucking perfect songs and I'm so pissed it's not in more movies. I'm fine if this song got overused in film. Um, this does not you... seem like a 60s song, even though the... The album cover is obviously like 60s. It is 68, so late 60s, and it's psychedelic, so it's like trending towards the 70s. It's early. There was like there's a there's a um what you call it a fucking a genre of like not Beatles but looks like Beatles music. <laughs> Why are there so yeah. many other album covers that look like the Beatles but aren't? Um, because the Beatles did it best <laughs> and the biggest. This is another British band. Um, so they well the Beatles by '68 the Beatles were uh not wind well, I guess winding down. I think '70 is when they broke up. So they only lasted. Are the Beatles a like a quick like they lasted like ten years. Event? Okay, well that's not. Super short, but it's also not as long. But as in those ten years, they like redefined a genre and a pop culture. So, uh, I think I think it's seven or eight albums in ten years, which is kind of crazy. Um. So yeah, but yeah, this this album cover does look like a Beatles ripoff, but this is more psychedelic. What's really weird about this album? If you listen to this whole album by them. They use this intro part that is so amazing in like two other songs, so they kind of ruin this like great like opening. If you listen to the I whole album, I think this song is awesome. It is. Why do you think this song is awesome? Mike? I don't really. It's just it's because it's like it's unorth. It's an unorthodox one of those type of songs. It sounds like the Beatles at times, but there are times where I'm like, "Are you sure I didn't recommend this, and not you?" <laughs> Okay. Like the beginning it. didn't sound like a, a I guess the bridge I mean, is kind of Beatlesy, but I mean a lot of it is definitely influenced by the Beatles. They were yeah, yeah. No, I mean I I'm, I'm uh I'm setting the baseline for that. So you like this better than the Beatles songs we've listened to so far? I mean kinda, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so psychedelic rock might be more of your thing. I'll have to look into that. 
it's end of the 60s. I don't know many other bands that are like end of the 60s psychedelic. <laughs> oh, we're all dying. Uh, Space Oddity by Chris Hadfield. I, da, 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 da. I think this My is my note on this song was you were. I just remember you got mad at me when recommending a, a David Bowie cover. Was this week also? Oh no, next week is when you. No, I think it's next week because I was making the playlist for next week and Midge. Uh, yeah, is on that. That's the one where I got mad at you because that is an exact. It, there's no difference between the Bowie version and his. We'll talk about that next week. This version, he does make different, like actually lyrical differences to make it more scientifically accurate, which I found interesting. Um, well, the the novelty with this version is he's an astronaut singing it like in space. Yeah, so he, I get that it's special because it was recorded in space, but the rendition of the song is not like amazing. It's just like an interesting cover, I guess. I think the piece works better with the video, and I'll put a link to the video, or you can just look up Chris Hadfield, Space Oddity. And he shot a music video of him in the International Space Station while he's, like, floating around playing guitar and singing the song. It Basically, yeah, no, I, like that. I think a lot of the criticism for this is it, like, was a giant advertisement for space travel before it was just starting to get big, and now, like, Elon Musk and shit is, like, trying to, like, commodify space <laughs> travel um and uh, after this there were talks of like tom Han- tom hanks tom cruise filming on the international space station um and like movies being set there but like really shooty in space so it's just like some have said it's like a commercializing of space the space station for movies and tourists and i think that's even more accurate now i think this came out in 2013 so it's a little bit before became a more of a reality with fucking Bezos and Virgin Space and uh Musk dude. Um Musk look at the dude. video. Look at the video. It's an interesting video. My final topic is Fucked with an Anchor by L Storm. Fuck I mean you you're a fucking wanker. I mean yeah it's a bloody brilliant disturbing song with such classic lines as fuck you you're a fucking wanker. We're gonna punch you right in the balls. Fuck you with a fucking anchor. This is a fun I, a fun tale to sing with your friends. It's a interesting song. I it's so weird, this song. Um But I I get why it's uh, like a interesting song to listen to with friends and fun and yeah. When you go to the pub. Uh those are all my shout outs. Ever go to the pub, Seagull? Yep. Um, so I talked about whatever that song was called, uh, Pictures of Matchstick Men. Um, so I have the Saka Nakshin, the Japanese artist. And like let me try song. and pronounce this. It's Wasu Rai Naim. Oh, I quit. Wasu Rai. You tried to pronounce the right. fucking Japanese word? <laughs> no, you know. You know how long that took me to edit into the fucking picture? You couldn't just copy and paste that shit, so I had to download, like, Japanese titles and figure out how to type it out on a fucking English keyboard so the font was the same. God damn. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, no, I really like the song. It's kind of 80s. It's very, like, 
It's very like Japanese 80s. Like fucking uh, shopping center groovy, if that makes sense. No. I know it doesn't, but um, <laughs> okay. that's just what my mind spat out. I don't, it just feels like it's like fun. It's like groovy, but it's like you're not dancing to it. You're like watching cool looking people walk through malls to it. Am I that person? Yeah. Yay. I can walk in this universe. Um, There's a really cool music video. The music video for this song was fucking wild. I mean, it's not even... It's like not that crazy at all. I just think it's so, like, cornball-y that I love it. Like, don't go back on yourself so quick. Don't be like, it's awesome. I don't think it's that awesome, but it's awesome. Just... No, I mean, like, I think it's awesome, but, like, people are gonna hear that and then go look for it. And it's just a guy being really dumb, like, saying If you think song. it's awesome, then it's awesome. You don't, you don't have to justify your answer. It's your fucking opinion. Like, I'll just, I'll never forget the, the opening, like, the first clip of him saying the first line and, like, spinning around. It's so funny. It's it's beautiful. Oh, that, that classic first line. What is it again? I, it's the name of the song. You want me to say it again? I hate you. No. Wasurai <laughs> nai no. It's not like you're speaking Hebrew <laughs> more than J- Japanese, but <laughs> go on. <laughs> um, I said the thing about Space Saturday. I like Snow Patrol. Um, I know you already talked about that. I'm assuming that's your other big note. Da. Um, Dancing is the best revenge by three exclamation points in Leia Leia. I think it's called. Oh God! Wait <laughs> before I say what I was about to say. I think it's called. I don't want to say it say it wrong or uh, let me just double check because they can't have uh, exclamation points. Is there? Stop it! I just want to get this right because it's it's C H K C H K C H K C H K. Like that's the sound, I guess it. May, but I don't want to say it because it sounds it might sound bad if you say it. <laughs> Why? It sounds like a slur. Uh, no, it doesn't. You, I think someone will like cut it and be like, oh, see, he said a bad word. Uh, um, chick, chick, chick. It's my best interpretation. I might cut that. <laughs> it really does not like sound like you're saying what you think you're saying. Okay. You're just a little paranoid. Um, I'm always paranoid. I would, all, all that just to say I like this song is kind of crazy. Also, it okay. does not sound like another Seagull song. This is I'm like a... Better. What? I'm getting better at recommending songs then, if you can't tell. I guess so. I mean, it's not like I like your... I like your other music. <laughs> okay. What? My 2005 pop-punk music. <laughs> you just love that. But this song is like... It's so, it's so like, futuristic... Club music. Interesting. Okay. Um, what else do I have? Uh, is that it? Oh, Mr. Blue by um, Catherine Feeney is really nice. It's the ending song, the BoJack Horseman. Um, 
It's a very like an adult ending song. I thought they were gonna do like a it's not like a sad boy song. What what is this face you're making? I was waiting for you to finish because it's gonna do, make a reference to something. But oh, I didn't go. Know <laughs> Fine! Fine! It's a uh, boys meet boy meets world. <laughs> oh. Fine! Sorry. That's all. That's like all I have. I'm done for this week. I think. What else do I? Are you tapping out? Do I have anything else to say here? Oh, I fight dragons is cool for what it is. <laughs> okay. What? I like it. I like it. I, I, I just like it. I like the little thing. Do you uh, not? Do you like the I fight dragons? It was an interesting song. Do you like I, their mall ass fucking? I want to go home and play video games and skip school ass songs. Yes, I relate to those in like high school. I want to go to Dave and Buster's and eat pizza. Stupid mom, make me do homework. I mean, yeah, that was that is more high school me than now, or I'm like uh, an adult. Uh, that's I mean, that's college. two weeks ago me I was referencing. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Uh, I want to do with the musical journey of this church song by SCR, and then I'll do one more l- longer note. But this church song by SCR is hilarious to me because it's a song I recommended from 2017. This is a great anthemic pop song with quite a confusing web of bands and names attached to the song. The song's called Church. I found it when it was Church by Circadian Rhythm. The play on words of that like heart thing. Um. Then they shortened their name to SCR from Circadian Rhythm. Totally reasonable. Now the song on the playlist is says it's by SCR, which is a band that is not the band. That if you click the link, that is a broken link. The song I recommended. Mike is chugging water like a fucking horse, and it is hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Mike picking it up? No, I'm looking. I'm just going. <laughs> I don't know how you chug water like that. It's scary. But this that playlist. I love my water. The link on the playlist is broken, and it leads to a band that is like an Indian band called SCR with like a thousand less than a thousand streams. I don't know why this link is able to work, but if you click on the song, it shows a different album than the album you're listening to because now the band is called Night Without Cars. So shout out to Night Without Cars, not SCR, that I labeled them. They actually liked our post, so it was hilarious that I mislabeled them because they've changed their name so much because they're an unsigned band from uh, Long Island, New York, so shout New York bands. But it's just hilarious that it's like, Long Island. People make music in Long Island. Yeah, they people exist out there. It's crazy, but uh, it's just a weird. I thought it was just a bunch of like Italians yelling at each other. <laughs> no, it's Staten Island. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just a weird song. I, I a weird journey with this song that I've just been watching play out. I don't know why they've changed their name, but it, the link doesn't work. But it allows me to recommend it on this album that doesn't exist. It's just weird good song but it's more of a weird story anyway my longer note is empress by snow patrol as i alluded to earlier uh one of my top albums or like my comfort albums of all time no skips as the kids say uh (laughs) snow patrol is one of those skips on Bo burnham's inside 
There are a few skips on Bo Burnham's side. I mean, side. yeah, I was about to, I was about to correct myself. There are. Yeah, like there aren't. Only enough. I feel like I've said this before. To me, like the Bezos songs are the skips. No, there's intern is a skip because it's just pointless, and then there's like all time low is a skip because it's like a fifteen second well, song. All time low is good, like good. It's just like two seconds long. Yeah, but um, uh, the coffee song, which is like coffee doing the rounds, has uh, a fucking skip. Well, that's the intern song you just said. Oh, okay. I thought those were two different songs. I don't like white girl Instagram. I don't care about sexting. I either. mean, so that's gonna be miss. That's gonna be cut. There, are, there <laughs> are some that are just like he gets caught up in the concept of it, and like at the end of the day, it is a comedy special. Like you remember at points. Um, I don't know. Of course, the Bo Burnham discourse just fucking sprang out. We mentioned it once. Cause Bo Burnham's yeah. so good. <laughs> eh, yeah. What? Dude, okay. I don't know. TikTok turned on Bo Burnham. Crazy. They haven't on my TikTok, so... Uh, uh, everybody, like... Wherever I'm at on TikTok, people are just... It's assumed that he's, like, one of the worst artists. Oh, know? really? All the all the ones I see on TikTok are just people, like, showing interviews that he did. Just like, he's the best person ever! So we're on different sides of TikTok. Yeah. Um, I'm on the Bo Burnham love him till the end of time. You're on the hatred side. Anyway, that's weird because I love Bo Burnham. Yes. Sorry, no, we keep going. We're we'll talk about Bo at the end of the year. My end of the year last artist of the year. Um, Snow Patrol is one of those uh, bands that I think for most people get snow snow pigeon. Jesus Christ, pigeonholed into the pigeonholed. Uh, They don't know that reference. Uh. Uh. Into that idea of like a one-hit wonder band, everyone knows "Chasing Cars." That's like their big song from like 2005. I do like that song, and I do like Snow Patrol. But this album, "Wildness," is where I'm like, "But look, there's so much more." Uh, I think the best thing that the artist—I forget his name—and I apologize, I didn't write it down. But the main singer and songwriter said about this album is it's something primal, alive, and beautiful that speaks to our true connectivity, our passion. Our love, our communion with nature and each other. This is the kind of wildness the album is centered around. The loss of it, trying to reconnect with it, to remember it. The song that uh, this song has that feeling with the lyrics, reflecting the idea of oneness and coming together and the species to realize its full potential or whatever. All that mumbo jumbo <laughs> to say it's it's a great. Like, is there a better word for that than oneness? Because I always have that feeling. I always I think about that. Oneness. That that what you were just describing. Togetherness. Well, like it, togetherness doesn't really describe what I'm thinking. Like societal society. Uh, <laughs> you <up>. got it. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think there is a better word than oneness. Are you trying to describe like the idea of like coming together, or like I guess seeing so. each other's like as the same species at the end of the day? Co-habitate. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of times, I just I see like people coming together in real time, and it makes me happy. But I don't know if like oneness aptly describes what I'm feeling. Anyway, it comes together. It's a great fucking song. Give it listens. Give this whole 
fucking album a listen. Um, Snow Patrol is one of those bands that I even pigeonholed as like a one hit wonder band. And then I really get to appreciate this album. And fuck, I can't remember the other one, but it's the yellow one. <laughs> it's yellow as the cover art with people in snow suits. Um, that's another great one. I butchered that ending, but appreciate the one hit wonder bands because I think a lot of people are just give up on them after like, well, that band's overrated. They have one song. It's like, no, there's more to them. Just let them build. Listen to them more. Anyway, that's my pitch. I always have pitches, I feel, on the show to just be like, listen to the whole album to fully appreciate the Is it it's not a concert album, is it? Um I I think the singer would argue it is. I think you can listen to the songs individually. I love Don't Give Up. Don't give in. Fuck. Course, I mess up that song title, but don't give in the second song. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a concept album, but who knows? I love uh, concept that's all albums. No, you don't. <laughs> do you? You don't think you I do? do? Well, I think you like certain concept albums. I mean, maybe I just don't know enough. I can recommend concept albums. I I like them. I think some of them are like people thought of the concept after, and now the band's like kind of, yeah, it's a concept. It was like, no, it wasn't. But now you've made it like a story. Well, if you yeah. play Dark Side of the Moon and you get high, and then you listen, watch fucking uh, The Wizard of Oz and time it up correctly, it's just, there's a story in the fucking album. Shut up. People are just high. Conspiracy theories. Anyway. That's my rant to say. Do you have a top five, Mike? <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay. Uh, five, Mr. Blue. Four, Empress. Three, Pictures of Matchstick Men. Two, Fucked with an Anka. One is the word I can't say. Second action song. Saku Wasura, you know. Say the word. I tried. Say it again. It sounds like you're speaking Hebrew. <laughs> um, anyway. Speaking uh, of five Hebrew. Is... <laughs> five is church. Four is fucked with an anchor. Three is end of the world by those people. Two is pictures of matchstick men. And one is empress by Snow Patrol. Did matchstick um, men win? I think this might be like a three-way tie. Okay, wait. So Matchstick Men is four points for me. What does he have for you? Oh, wait. Where is it in yours? Two. Yeah, that one, I think. You, do you want to do Fuck math? I care, is that two and four? Uh, I was four, so it gets two I points. I was a two. I think Matchstick okay. Men wins, yeah. Where's Matchstick Men for you? Three. Well, that's seven, so that's beating that. Where's Empress? Four. Five and oh, it's five points for me, and it's two points for you. So that's seven. Okay, so, so that a, ties. But it, there's both your songs, so it's. A, so I get a double win. <laughs> is, is that how we've been doing? I don't know. I don't know. I count it as a double win. Um, oh, great! Bo Burnham album of the year. Um, he didn't even get nominated for a Grammy. Robbed. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to have to go edit this. It's Monday night. 
I don't want to go edit this. It's almost 11. <laughs> I love these late night podcasts, bro. I, I love that you love them, but I have to edit them. <laughs> so I would I would help you if my computer wasn't struggling to open up Twitter. <laughs> let alone fucking uh, what? Let alone like edit podcasts. I'll give you my computer so you can do it. I really don't care for my computer. We should spit all the last episode ideas. Here's what I wrote down. <laughs> Great, make this free editing to... process longer. <laughs> yeah. Do you not want it? We can just talk about it off air. No, I, 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 yeah, let's go. <laughs> Okay. Ideas for last episode. Top 10 of each other's songs. Um, reflect on the playlist and on 2020. Uh, takeaways and what we learned from the year. Doing the podcast. Keeping the playlist. Reflect on the pandemic, school slash life, and everything coming forward. Have some guests on or something. <laughs> That's all I have so I far. I like that one. I like that last one. Or something. Um... Yeah, they're all positive ideas. Uh, Those are certainly ideas. I love that you laughed, but the mic just completely doesn't pick it up. I see you just silently open your mouth. Um, Yeah, you know the spiel. If you've been here before, think about those last uh, ideas. Or you could sound off in the comment section down below on our Instagram post. If you have any ideas of what you want us to do on the finale episode, which I think is only like four episodes away. Scary. Um, Yeah. Tell us what you think at our Instagram at JM radio pod. Don't forget the pod. Uh, We only have four episodes left. I think that's four or five. Uh, Stay tuned for future productions of podcasts though. We need like a company name, like I get the first fucking name in the company. <laughs> it's Siegel and Co. Um, Siegel something. Anyway, uh, ow! Why did I hit myself? Thanks for listening, everyone. Listen to more of us. Tell, tell your, friend. your friends. Ready? Yeah, count. You go. us, I'm gonna count us down. Yeah. Three, two, one. You, you got, got some, some listening, listening to, to do. do. Johnson. Shrimpston. <laughs> I was just gonna leave the call. I didn't almost. Gotta have to do this. Dayenu. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. My Dayenu. E button's not working. <laughs>